0: What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host Justin Roman, and I hope you all are. I hope you all are having a wonderful. Uh, well, I hope you guys had a wonderful uh, Wednesday, um, guys. Um, <clears throat> guys, today I'm gonna be uh, continuing my NFL. I'm gonna be uh, doing my uh, NFL picks for week number three, guys. Week two is in the books. A lot of great. A lot of great games, a lot of crazy games, a lot of games that we didn't expect to be good, a lot of boring games, um, but guys, we're uh, week number three is here, you know, um, you guys know how we roll, you know, we start, uh, we, start uh, we go from Thursday to Sunday to Monday, so anyways guys, let's get into our record predictions. Um guys, let's start off with Thursday night. We got the uh, we got a divisional matchup. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going on the road playing the Cleveland Browns. Um, this is look it. This is gonna be an interesting game in my opinion. Um, I you know, both teams took um both teams lost last week. You know, especially the Browns. How did the Browns lose to the Jets? How do you how do you lead it? 34 to 24 31 to 24 in a minute and fit in one like you like the Browns let it in the fourth quarter They let it 31 to 25 in the fourth quarter with 150 remaining and the Browns choke in one minute because it couldn't uh, they couldn't recover on sidekick you know um the Steelers it's understandable um um, you know they went up against a pretty good Patriots defense. You know Mac Jones showed up and those receivers showed up. I'm looking at this game. This could this game could go either way. You know because I can't trust Jacoby Brissett, but I but I do love the Browns. Uh, I do love the Browns as a whole. The Browns got a lot of talent. We all know how talent. We all know how talented their receiving quarters. is. They got a great running back duo. They got a great defense that's led by Miles Garrett, but the same thing. But when I look at the Steelers, we like Najee Harris is a baller, and we got you got a lot of great pieces on the defensive side. Uh, Minko Fitzpatrick has sh- he's been showing that he could be the sole stone for this secondary, you know, and you know, especially without TJ Watt, you want someone to step up, you know. Um, I think this is gonna be a close game. You know, just for the simple fact, you know that the Steelers' defense is really good. It's, it, I think this is, this this should be a this should be an interesting game. This won't be a fun game. I don't think this is going to be a fun game to watch. I'm gonna actually edge it out with. I'm gonna edge it out with the Steelers. I'm I'm gonna trust that Mike Tomlin. And the Pittsburgh Steelers go into this game with the win. I just, I can't trust Jacoby Brissett. Especially when you blow a seven, especially when you blow, you know, a seven point lead. in one minute against a Jets team that's rebuilding. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think it's close though. I think the Steelers, I think, I think the Browns keep it close. But I just can't trust Jacoby Brissett. Especially when you lose to a young Jets team, I'm gonna say the Steelers win this game. I'm gonna go with the Steelers. All right, guys, let's go into Sunday. Um, we got a lot of interesting games um, going into uh, going into this week. Um, let's go. Uh, let's start with the Tennessee Titans and the Las Vegas Raiders. The Titans, the Titans got blown out by the Buffalo Bills. Tennessee they're gonna hopefully uh they're, they're gonna hopefully find some t- some way the Titans they're gonna try to find some way to win this game against the Las Vegas Raiders who are also owned to you know the Raiders blew a tw- the Raiders blew a big lead against the Arizona Cardinals I look at this game I'm gonna you know I look at this game Tennessee they're not they're not gonna be. They're not gonna look all that great going into this. Going into this Sunday, no. Derrick Henry. I heard that he went down with an injury. You know, your offensive line. Your offensive line is dealing with injuries as well. And we all know Ryan Tannehill isn't that guy. And I don't love the receiving core. I think. Ten, I think Tennessee's defense will be. I think Tennessee's defense will make. I think Tennessee's defense. Will uh, somehow make a huge imp- will make a huge impact for the Titans in this game, but the Raiders should win this game. I'm gonna slide I'm gonna edge it out with Las Vegas. I just love what the Raiders have. They the Raiders they should have they should have beaten the Cardinals last week. You know I don't know how do you I don't know I don't know how do you let the Cardinals come back when you when you're literally dominating dominating the Cardinals on both sides of the ball. I think the Raiders should win this. The Titans—they're not—they're not—they're not all that dangerous this year, you know. Um, I'm gonna say the Titans win this. I'm gonna—I'm gonna—I'm gonna say the Raiders win this game. Give me Las Vegas. All right, guys, we got the Baltimore Ravens. They're gonna be on the road playing the New England Patriots. The Ravens—what a game against the Miami Dolphins. The Ravens—you know—it was a—it was a high-scoring game. You know, which which I was surprised by how many points the Dolphins put up. Tua, Tenoviola putting up six touchdowns against the Ravens defense. Um, the Ravens blew a big. The Ravens blew a huge lead against the Dolphins. You know, the Ravens were up. I don't know, thirty-four to thirteen, and the Ravens lost forty-two to thirty-eight. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I just don't. I, look, I, I understand the Patriots won, but, you know, the Patriots, they're not all that dominant, you know, um, and you you went up against the Steelers, you went up against the Steelers team for, you know, with, you went up against the Steelers defense that had no, uh, that had no T.J. Watt, and I just, I just look at the, the Ravens, they got a lot of pieces, they're healthy. Lamar Jackson, he's looking like the Lamar Jackson we saw in year one. Lamar, you know, we all, you know, that Lamar Jackson that would scare a lot of defenders with his ability to run. And it seems like, and this is something that I'm loving from Lamar. He's using the passing game more. And that's something that I've been trying to, hopefully, hoping to get uh, out of Lamar Jackson. You know, you know, because ever since Lamar Jackson came into the league, he's, that's been the one thing he struggled with is throwing the football. And the Ravens. I'm not, like, we all can't act like the Ravens don't have receivers. Baltimore, they have receivers. And I think if Lamar Jackson continues using his receivers like he did last week, you know, I think the Ravens could be a, I think they could be a threat to the Buffalo Bills in the AFC. You know, because the Ravens have talent. You know, they have a great head coach in John Harbaugh. You know, the Ravens should win this game. I'm going to go with the Ravens to win it. All right, guys. Let's uh, head to uh, uh, MetLife Stadium. It's not the New York Giants. It's the other New York team, the New York Jets. The Jets. Hey, let's get let's give credit where credit's due. The Jets came back, you know, huge in the fourth quarter, beating the uh, beating um, beating the Cleveland Browns. Um, the Jets are at home playing the Cincinnati Bengals. This is gonna be an interesting game, actually. I just just because the Bengals offensive line is horrible. Cincinnati as a whole, they're starting to look like the Bungles again. They're starting to look like the Bengals team we saw with Like they're starting to look like the Bengals team everyone's been seeing for the you know for a long time. They're not protecting Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, he doesn't know what to do with the football. These receivers can't get open, you know, like the only good thing the Bengals have is the defense. You know, the defense is keeping them in the game. You know, they lost a close game against the Dallas Cowboys. They should have beaten the Cowboys. Cincinnati, when are you going to get your offensive line fixed? It's clear to say that this revamped offensive line is, is trash. It's not doing anything for Joe Burrow. And I'm scared for Cincinnati. I'm scared for the Bengals this week. I think the Jets could beat the Bengals. You know, everyone, if the Bengals, if Zach Taylor loses to the Jets, the media, they're going to get on Robert Sala. You know, Uh, not Robert Sala, not Robert Sala, Zach Taylor. I, you know, I try to put faith in this Bengals team. I picked this team to, I I picked this team to win the AFC North. I picked this team to uh, go back to the Super Bowl. And they're not, they're not playing like the Bengals team we saw, you know, in the second half of last season. I'm hoping the Bengals can somehow fix their issues because they're not looking good. You know, a lot of the media, they're already, they're already crapping on Zach Taylor. I don't know. I can't trust this Bengals offensive line. When they lost to the Cowboys with no Dak Prescott, I can't pick the Bengals to win this game. I'm going to take the Jets in an upset just because the Jets defense is very good. And it seems like Joe Flacco is having he he's having great he's having some some kind of a great chemistry chemistry with these receivers. You know, the Jets offensive line is getting a whole lot better. I think this is a good game. I think this is a close game. You know, because I believe the Bengals defense it's for real. I think Cincinnati's defense will uh, will put pressure on Joe Flacco and make him throw the ball away, you know. But the Jets overall should win this game. I just don't. Tr- and I'm not. And I'm not saying the Bengals. I'm not saying Joe Burrow stinks. Joe Burrow's not the problem. It's just offensive line, you know. If this if if Cincinnati's offensive line can somehow show up, which you gotta expect that. They could show up against the Jets because this is a young Jets team with a lot of young talent. If I just I just don't I, I can't I just don't see that happening. I'm gonna go with the Jets in a huge upset. I think it's close. I think the Jets win this by a field goal. But I just I'm not I'm not loving what the Bengals are doing. Sorry, Bengals fans, but I gotta go with the Jets. Alright, guys, let's head to uh Lucas Oil Stadium. We got the Colts. They're on, they're at home again. They're at home. Coming off a bad loss against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Colts did not score a point against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to be playing the Kansas City Chiefs coming off a huge win against the Los Angeles Chargers. I got to go with the Chiefs. I just, I'm not loving what the Colts are doing. You know, like Matt Ryan, he was supposed to be, he was supposed to be the answer for the Colts at the quarterback position. You know, it wasn't Carson Wentz, and I was assuming. Oh, Matt Ryan. You know, I I was assuming Matt Ryan had. I was assuming he had anything. I, I was assuming he had something left in the tank. You know, because Matt Ryan, he is that dude. You know, now he might not be the Matt Ryan we saw a few years back. The you know the the Matt Ryan that took the Falcons to the Super Bowl. But Matt Ryan, I feel like he can still play. You know, this team lost two games. The Colts lost two games that they should have won. You should have beaten the Texans and you damn sure should have beaten the freaking Jaguars. And you lose those games. No, they didn't lose to the Texans. They tied with the Texans that you lose to the Jaguars. There's no way in hell I'm picking the Colts to win this game. There's no way. There's no way I'm picking the Colts. The Chiefs are, you know, the Chiefs are playing very great football. They're proving me wrong. You know, Patrick Mahomes, he's had you know, he's finding Great chemistry with these with these young receivers, you know, and it seems like he's having fun. The defense looks really good without Tyron Matthew. You know, that's a big achievement for the Chiefs. Kansas City, they're gonna blow the Colts out. Give me the Chiefs. I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Colts win this game, but I'm not. Just seeing what just seeing what I saw from the past two weeks from this team, I'm not. I'm not picking them. I'm not picking the Colts. I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs. Give me Kansas City. All right guys, let's head to Miami. We got the we got a we got a divisional matchup. We got the Buffalo Bills playing the Miami Dolphins. Both teams are undefeated. Someone's going to lose. Who there's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser. Both teams, I got to say this. Both teams have both teams have, you know, impressed me so far. Going into the season, we all know that we all know that the Buffalo Bills are the best team in the in the NFL. You know, the Bills, they're, they're top three on both sides of the ball. Josh Allen, he's gonna win league MVP, you know. He's gonna win uh MVP, you know, so far. Because I and I understand I picked Justin Herbert, but Justin Herbert, we don't know if he's gonna play this week, you know. Obviously with the with the rib injury. This is gonna be a great game, you know, just for a simple fact. And I've been saying this about the Dolphins, you know, probably since they got Tyree killed. This Dolphins receiving core is gonna be scary, and they're gonna be a threat to the rest of this AFC conference because the, you know, the Miami Dolphins they have nothing but speed, speed, and more speed. We all know how we all know what Tua can do. Tua, he had, you know, he can move the ball a little bit. The Dolphins' receiving core is very fast. You got Tyreek Hill, you got Jalen Waddle, you got Mike Kosicki, you know, you got Chase Edmonds. You got a lot of you got a lot of players. But the one thing that really impressed me about the Dolphins this year is Mike McDaniel's. And obviously, with we all know Mike McDaniel's and you know his uh you know his relationship with uh, Kyle Shanahan. I think that's what's going to make this game very uh fun to watch because Mike, you know, Mike McDaniel's, he's going to do a lot of he's going to be very creative know, because buffalo's defense is very good and if you're mike mcdaniels you're try, you're going to try to figure out how you're going to try to figure out a way how you can psych out this bills defense and make them look stupid on every play you know but the bills are very the bills are they have a high scoring offense you know they're they're very good you know all over the field. You know, they got a lot of young guys who who want to play, who want to take you down and get that ball out of your hands. I'm going to edge it out with the Bills. I think Buffalo, I think that I'm going to take the Bills just because I just they I think the Bills I think they're going to get to a I, I I feel like there's I feel like there's going to be some point in this game where, you know, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be a tight game and I have a feeling the Dolphins will have a chance and they blow it. You know, but it, it's in Miami though, and the Dolphins play very good at home. You know, so th- I think that's what's going to make this uh, very interesting. I think this is a close game. I think this. I can see this being a one scored game. You know, but I'm going to take the Bills. I'm going to take Buffalo, but I don't think the I don't think the Bills are going to sweep the I don't think the Bills are going to suit the Dolphins. I think Miami. Sw- I think the Miami. I think the Dolphins will split the series with the Bills because I I look at the Dolphins and i've been impressed so far and i think the dolphins could be a big threat to the buffalo bills in this division you know and i understand the new york jets are hanging in there but the jets are young you know we're not we're not we're not looking at the jets you know we're looking at the dolphins and the dolphins have a lot of experience and they have a lot of talent and they have a lot of they have a lot of good pieces this will be a close game i'm gonna say the bills win it all right guys let's go to los angeles we got the chargers they're at home, coming off a close, coming off uh, a clo- coming off a coming off a losing, uh, lo- coming from the the big loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, losing twenty-four to twenty-seven. The Chargers they have an easy t- they have an easy contest. The Chargers are at home playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm gonna take the Chargers in this one. But I'm gonna say I think this will be a I think this is a game that could be interesting because Jacksonville they have a lot of great pieces and we all know that the Doug like the Doug Peterson hire was huge for the Jaguars you now because like like this team this team hasn't the Jaguars haven't had a great head coach probably since Doug Marone when the Jaguars almost went to the Super Bowl that was when Blake that was when Blake Bortles was the quarterback when the Jaguars were. What were stunning a lot of people when they took out the Patriots in the playoffs and you know the, the Jaguars and back in that time they were very good, you know. I think I feel like we're, I feel like we're headed back to that uh, point, you know, where Jacksonville killed all those teams. I just don't think it's gonna happen this year. I think Jacksonville will be uh, very fun to watch, uh, probably ending the season, you No know, um, I but this could be a this could be interesting game. Just for the simple fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars beat a juggernaut of a team in the Indianapolis Colts. That was a big win for a young uh, for a young group for you know in the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, that's a big accomplishment for Trevor Lawrence, you know, in his young NFL career going into his second year. You know, so I think that's why it's gonna be close because the Chargers are another big juggernaut of a team. You know, I think the Chargers, you know, I think the Chargers are the second thing. I think they're I think they're the I think they're the clone of the Buffalo Bills because the Chargers have talent all over. We all know how talented their defense is. You know, they have one of the best, they have a great receiving core. We all know what Justin Herbert can do. Austin Eckler is no scrub. He can ball out. You know, and they got a great secondary that has that features JC Jackson. So if the Jaguars the Jaguars will lose it, but if Jacksonville can keep it close, maybe they're sending a message to their own division that hey, we could if we can take down the Colts, hey, maybe we can take down the Jack- maybe we can take down the Chargers, you know. But this could be interesting. But I'm gonna take the Chargers. All right, guys, let's head to uh, let's head to uh, Minnesota. We got the Vikings coming off a bad loss, you know, against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Vikings are gonna look to bounce back against their division uh, rival, the Detroit Lions. Who the Lions, they're coming off a, a big win against the Washington Commanders. Detroit balled out against the Commanders. You know, DeAndre Swift got some yards in. Jared Goff starting to look like old Jared Goff. You know, um, this is going to be a close game. I'm going to edge it out with Minnesota. I think the Vikings win it. And the reason why I think it's close because this I understand it's the Lions. And everyone wants to say, oh, it's the Detroit Lions. They're not going to do anything. This, is, this Lions team, they're not going to stop. They're going to fight you in every quarter of the game, you know. And I think this team, you know, I love where they're headed. You know, Dan Campbell, I'm a big fan of his. You know, um, I think he, you know, if you guys heard what I said in my podcast earlier in the offseason, I said this team, I expected this team to get only six wins, you know. But, you know, they're one and one, you know, they're not, they don't have a losing record. They don't have a winning record, you know, so I'm not, you know, I'm not saying the Lions, I'm not trying to say the Lions are going to be good, but this team, they're not going to be bad either. They're going to be, they're going to be okay this year. Just of what I seen, just what I saw from them beating a pretty good commanders team with a lot of talent. Now that was a big win for them. So I think this could be a close game, but I'm gonna say the Vikings win it. I'm gonna say the Vikings win this game by seven points. I think it's a seven-point game, but give me the Vikings. All right, guys, let's head to Washington. Uh, the Commanders coming off uh, a big loss against the, the Lions. They're at home playing the Philadelphia Eagles. They it that's not a question. Even though I don't, even though I don't want either either of these teams to win. I got to pick, you know, there's got to be a winner. You know, um, I'm going to take the Eagles. You know, the Eagles overall, they're just too good of a team. You know, they have Jalen Hurts. He's starting, Jalen Hurts, you know, it's starting, you know, it's starting to look like he really meant what he said. You know, Jalen Hurts, you know, in the offseason was saying that this is, he's going to he's gonna carry this team, you know, and that's exactly what he's doing. You know, um, the, we, like the Eagles have one of the best receiving cores uh, in the league. With AJ Brown and you know um, and Don, you know Devonte Smith, you know the defense is loaded with talent. The secondary is loaded with talent. This team overall is talented, you know, and they got a lot of great people. You know, Jalen Hurts, he he's starting to look like he's starting to look like the franchise quarterback for this football team. You know, this team's clearly the best team in the NFC East. You now, now that the Cowboys don't have Dak Prescott. You know, even, like, even if the Cowboys get Dak Prescott back, like, they're not going to be good. You know, even, like, when we all saw what, we all saw how Dak looked against the, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The offensive line was putrid. The receivers, you know, receivers, the receivers couldn't make plays. The running game was porous. You know, the only good thing the Cowboys have is Micah Parsons in that defense. That's the only good thing they have. One side of the football can't win you every game. It takes everyone. And the Cowboys just don't have that. I'm taking the Eagles to win this game. All right, guys, let's head to uh, Carolina. The Panthers are coming off a uh, coming off another close loss against my New York Giants. Uh, the Panthers are at home playing the uh, New Orleans Saints. Who the Saints lost their first? The Saints lost their first ever game to Tom Brady. Um, it don't matter it doesn't matter who's playing for the Panthers the Saints are gonna win this the Saints overall are they're the best, they're the second best team in this division you know and I just I still feel like I, I think the Saints will get their payback uh, against the bucks you know I think the Saints will uh, split the series with Tampa Bay Carolina they're a mess you know um, Baker Mayfield he's not making smart decisions on the field. You know, um, there's a lot of errors that the Panthers made against the Giants. You know, Baker. You know, he's not moving around in the pocket. He's getting sacked all the time. You know, his passes are always. You know, they're not. His passes aren't on point to his receivers. You know, um, but I'm not. I'm not gonna put. I'm not gonna put the blame on the Panthers. You know, and you guys heard me say before. I think this team could be a playoff contender. I just love what the Panthers have. If their offensive line can show up this year, and if Baker Mayfield can start playing like uh, ba- uh, the Baker Mayfield we saw two years ago, two years ago when he almost took the Browns, or I thought, or was it three years ago? I think it was three years ago. Or Baker Mayfield almost took the Browns to the Super Bowl. If we can, if if we can get that Baker Mayfield, the Panthers could be they could be a playoff team, you know. But I haven't seen that. You know, I'm gonna take the Saints to win this game. All right, guys. Let's head to Seattle. We got the Atlanta Falcons. The, uh, the Falcons are—they're they're, going to be playing the Seattle Seahawks. Both teams coming off—both teams coming off losses from last week. I look at this game. This game—you know—this game could go their way, in my opinion. But I'm actually going to edge it out with the Falcons, just for the simple fact that the Falcons played a better opponent than the Seahawks did, and the Falcons almost came back against the Rams. You know, if it wasn't for Marcus Mariota throwing that big interception, you know, to Jalen Ramsey, I think the Falcons could have made it an interesting game. But I'm going to go with the Falcons. I just love what they have. You know, um, hopefully they can get, hopefully they can, uh, hopefully they can bring, uh, hopefully they can, uh, somehow get uh, Kyle Pitts more into the offense. You know, um, he didn't get a lot of, he didn't get a lot of catches last week. You know, um, I'm going to go with the Falcons. This will be a boring game. It's going to be a nasty game. It's going to be a close game. I'm going to take the Falcons by at least a field goal. Give me Atlanta to win this game. All right, guys, let's head to Arizona. We got the Cardinals. The Cardinals coming off a big win against the Las Vegas Raiders. They're going to be at home playing the Los Angeles uh, Rams. Playoff rematch. Uh, it, all ma- it may be a playoff rematch, but it's going to be the same results. I'm taking the Rams to win this game. Um, yes, I understand. I understand the Cardinals' way, you know. And we let's give credit to Kyler. And guys, I've been saying, I've been, I've been saying this probably for the past, you know, ever since Kyler got his money. Kyler Murray's not no scrub. Kyler Murray can ball out, you know. It's just that the Cardinals, they lost a lot of, you know, a lot of things didn't go Arizona's way in the offseason. DeAndre Hopkins got suspended. You know they lost. You lost uh, Chandler Jones. You know um, your offensive line's not as great as it was like last season. You know um, just a lot of pieces. You know you lost. Uh, you lost Chase Edmonds. You know um, you lost a lot of pieces. You know you lost a lot of pieces on your defensive side. You know, but just seeing how the Cardinals just fought their way back in that game, it really. Sh- I think that. I think that kind of saved Cliff, King- uh, Cliff Kingsbury's. Uh, uh job uh cliff, uh cliff Kingsbury uh just saying his job because we all know that Cliff Kingsbury he's on the hot seat you know like if Arizona, if cliff if Cliff Kingsbury wants to keep his job in Arizona he's gonna have to somehow find a way to get this team uh farther into the postseason but it doesn't matter'm I'm, I'm gonna take the Rams the Rams are gonna even without von Miller the Rams are still dominant given the Rams. All right, guys, let's head to Chicago. We got the Bears playing the Houston Texans. Both teams coming off a loss. Um, I look at this game. This, You know, this is another toss-up game, in my opinion. Um, the Bears did not look as good as they did in week one. You know, a lot of things they got to clean up. You know, um, this is going to be a close one. I just, and just for, you know, because I'm... Even though the Texans lost, they didn't lose by much. They only lost uh, 16 to nine. That's like that's like a six-point game right there, you know. So I, I love how the Texans. I love how the Texans are competing uh, week in and week out. And don't forget, Lovey Smith is the head coach for the Texans. Lovey Smith was the former head coach for the Chicago Bears. So Lovey Smith knows a thing or two about this team, you know. But that was you know that was a long time ago. We're in we're in the new year. I think this is going to be a toss-up game. I think this. I think this could be a close game, but I'm going to actually edge it out with Chicago. This is going to be a boring game, in my opinion. But I just love with the. Bear, I think the Bears. I think the Bears are a little bit better than the Texans. You know, when it comes to the quarterback position. You know, I think this is going to be a def- I think this. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I think both defenses will attack uh, each other very well, but. I can, I can see Justin Fields uh, scoring, you know, a, a big clutch touchdown for the Bears in this game. Give me the Bears winning this one. All right, guys, let's head to Denver. We got the uh, Broncos they are at home playing the San Francisco 49ers. Trey Lance, uh, he's going to be out. Uh, he's going to be out uh, for the season. Sucks to see him go out, but hey, Jimmy, hey, there's a familiar face back in San Francisco, and that's Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G's back at Jimmy G's back under center. Um, this is gonna be a great great game. Now that you know Jimmy G's back in, you know, um Denver, I don't know. Because the Broncos almost lost to the Texans. You know, the Broncos did not look all too the Broncos have not looked all that good for the past two weeks. You know, he lost to the Seahawks and he almost lost to the Texans. I'm actually gonna say the 49ers go into Denver and upset a lot of people and beat Russell Wilson and the Broncos. That's for some. Of, and here's why: the Broncos. I'm not loving what Nathaniel Hackett is doing. You know, week one he made a huge mistake by believing in Ryan, by believing that uh, Brandon McManus can make a what a 64 63 64 yard field goal you know and there's a lot of mistakes in week two i love this defense the 49ers have hopefully george kittle can come into this game you know he's been out he's been out for both weeks you know the offensive line is great brandon you know brandon Ayuk is a he can ball out and debo samuel we all know what he brings to the table i just haven't seen a lot from the, the broncos I think the 49ers win this game. But I don't think it's a blowout. I think the Niner, I think the Broncos keep it close. But if the Broncos can come into this game uh, playing, uh, being explosive, then I might get my pick wrong. Not because the Broncos have talent. But I'm going to side with the 49ers. All right, guys. Let's uh, go into Tampa Bay. This is probably going to be the game of the week. The Packers and the Buccaneers playoff rematch. Aaron Rodgers, he's looking to get his revenge on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and I think he is. I'm gonna say the Packers go to Tampa Bay and beat the Bucs and and prove everyone wrong why they can be um, why they can be a team that could somehow surprise a lot of people when it comes to uh, uh, being in the playoffs. Here's why the Packers will win. Number one, the Packers defense will be great. This uh, will be much better going into this game. Number two, the Bucs, they are not going to have Mike Evans. And number three, the Buccaneers' offensive line ain't that good. And number four, Tom Brady ain't—he's not. Tom Brady doesn't have what it takes. And who? And number five, Julio Jones—he's not. I understand Julio balled out, but you balled out against a young, bad secondary against the Dallas Cowboys. You know, the Packers should win this game. You know, and not only that, but you have Aaron Rodgers. He finally has a lot of weapons on the offensive side. I love this receiving core that features Christian Watson, Sammy Watkins. You know, a lot of great weapons. And we all know how dominating uh, the uh, the Packers are in the run game. You know, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, those two are crazy at running the ball. I think this is a close game because we all know, you like, you can't count Tom Brady. You can't, like... Someone would be a fool if they ever counted Tom Brady out. If if the team that Tom Brady was playing for was down 20 points, look what happened in the playoff in the division round last year when the when the Rams were dominating the Bucks 28 to three, and in two and one full quarter in the fourth quarter and one in the fourth quarter, Tom Brady came back and almost upset the Rams. I'm gonna take the Packers. This will be a close game, but I'm gonna take the Packers. By three points. Now, guys, let's head to Monday night football. The biggest and the biggest rivalry in the NFC East. The Dallas Cowgirls are they're going to MetLife Stadium and playing my New York Giants. And here's what I gotta say. I just love what the Giants have shown me, you know, and they're playing. Now I'm I'm not saying the Giants are playing great football, you know. But it's like it's like we're playing bad football, but at the same time it's like we're finding ways to win, and I think that's what matters uh, most. Like I don't care I don't care how close the score is, as long as we win, I'm totally fine with that. You know, the Giants we went up, you know. Carolina's defense, you know, showed up against her offensive line. You know, we struggled a little bit in the first half. You now, um, didn't obviously we didn't put that much points up in the first half. We only put up six points. You know, but we got things going, and it's like it's clear to say that this New York Giants team won't stop. They're gonna fight you. Uh, they're gonna fight you for for the whole game, and they're not and they're not gonna stop them on, unless they find a way to win. This is going to be a fun game, just for the simple fact that Cowboys have a great defense. You know, let's not let's not ignore let's not ignore Dallas's defense. The Cowboys have a great defense that features Micah Parsons, who, well, who, who I have I have him winning Defensive Player of the Year. You know, Micah Parsons, he's going to be the only reason why the Cowboys somehow might stay in contention to be a playoff contender. But the Cowboys don't have Dak Prescott. And I understand Cooper Rush. He played a really good game against the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, um, this is going to be a good game. Um, but I'm going to side with my Giants here. I think we win this game. I love our offensive line. I think our offensive line will get better going into this game. You know, because um, we have a lot of young talent. We have two book end tackles. That will be that will be gold jack. That will wear a gold jacket. And Evan Neal, and Andrew Thomas, these two are going to be Pro Bowlers. And don't forget, we might get Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Lary back. And you know what's so crazy? And you know, and you know what's so crazy and good about that? The Giants' defense. We've been we. The Panthers haven't. We the Panthers did not scorn us. We all, Carolina. They only put up sixteen points. Against our defense without Aziz Ojolari and Kayvon Thibodeau, so just imagine what our defense will look like once we get those guys back. And oh yeah, don't forget we get we got Jalen Smith, a former Cowboy, and we we're getting uh we just signed Joe Schober, a five-time Pro Bowler. I'm excited on what I'm excited for the future of this team, and I'm loving what we're doing. We could, if the Giants go three and zero and we stay in contention, you never know. Could the Giants? People now, everyone's gonna start asking, could the Giants be in contention for the NFC champion uh, for the NFC uh, division uh, title? It might not just be the Eagles. We will find out. You know, and look at, I understand it's only week, it's only week, it's only uh, week two. You know, it's way too early to assume that the Giants will be in the playoffs this year. But if they do, that's going to be a big accomplishment, a big accomplishment for Brian Dayball. That's for the simple fact that the Giants haven't been in the playoffs since 2016. It's been a long time since uh, we've been in the postseason, you know, and... Another thing is that Daniel Jones, he's starting to show up and he's starting to do what a lot of his Giants fans wished he uh, wished he could have been doing ever since he ever since his uh, ever since his rookie year, you know, because Daniel Jones, he never really had a great year with this team ever since his rookie year where he uh, Daniel Jones threw twenty five touchdowns, twenty four touchdowns and twelve interceptions, you know, I think we're starting to see that uh, Daniel Jones that we saw in year one you know the Daniel Jones that would take chances and try to put his team in good positions to win so I'm loving it so far Saquon Barkley is looking like old Saquon Barkley so yeah I'm loving it guys and yeah that's my record predict so yeah guys that's my record predictions for week number three I hope you guys enjoyed I uh, uh, hope you guys enjoyed my uh, week three picks. Let me know how do you guys feel. Let me know if you guys wish there was any uh changes in my uh picks for week number three. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get most of them wrong. You know, but we'll see what happens. And yeah, guys. I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys Monday night, you know. And yeah, I'll see you guys. I'm out. Peace. Have a good night.